Hey, it's Natasha. And Khalil. And we are the co-hosts of Woke Woke and Free. Free. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our 150th episode of Woke and Free. Khalil, can you believe it? 150 episodes. That's a good number. That's a crazy number. (laughs) But it's been a fun two and a half plus year journey that keeps on keeping. And uh, essentially, if you've been tuning in every week for Woken Free Wednesday, you know that Woken Free is all about being real and honest with each other and you. We talk about everything and anything important to us, you, the world, and nothing is off the table. This week, we are doing a Woken Free review of the Mexican Dynasty show on Bravo. But before we dive deep into that subject... We have to do your favorite time of the day. Are you excited? Yeah. It's Tasha's monologue. It's, uh, you know, I don't speak enough. So now I just have designated segments of conversation with myself. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just. That's always fun. Brilliant, wonderful uh, (laughs) mental health displays. (laughs) So first and foremost, if you've gone to WokenFree.com and you've downloaded the episode through the Podbean app. Yay! That's amazing. A, because you're supporting the show. You're giving us love and support, which is, again, amazing. But then also, that's how you can join the conversation. If you download the Podbean app, then you can put in comments. And that's where you can say, guys, what are you saying? Que paso? Like, you can get in there in English and Spanish, whatever language you speak. It'll be amazing. So make sure you do that. If you're like, wait a minute, though, I love you, I support you, I can't get another app right now, that's okay. Just make sure you're following and and liking the episodes on whatever platform you're listening to. So whether that's Spotify, whether that's iHeartRadio, whether that is iTunes, like go to WokenFree.com, go to the Listen tab, and then you'll see all the different places you can catch the show. And then you can follow and support there. Now, when it comes to sharing, right? Uh, we really encourage you to to be our biggest advocates and to be the Woken Free Nation that you are by getting the episode out to your friends and family. So if you're also subscribed to the show via email, which you can do on the homepage of WokenFree.com, simple. You'll get an email notification every time there's a new episode every week and you can forward that email. You can, If you have newsletters, if you create content, you can make sure you push out the word to get people to join the conversation on a weekly basis with us. So make sure you do that uh, and don't spread discrimination, COVID, or any other bias. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> now when it comes to social media, we would love to conversate with you on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, and Pinterest at Woken Free. Guys, the content is lit. So make sure you go there and give us a heart, give us your thoughts, all of that good jazz. And then of course, if you have 90 seconds, yes, I said it, 90 seconds. If you could review the show, say on iTunes, say five-star reviews, uh, that would be amazing. But seriously, we want to hear your overall thoughts about the show, right? Give us your reviews on whatever platforms you listen to the show on and that accept reviews. So definitely iTunes, we'd love reviews there, but feel free to give us reviews on whatever platforms you're listening to us on. Scene and Charlie good old sport. I don't even understand how you want me to respond to that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going to leave that there. Well, you'll give a response to the Woken Free Nation in a few. Sure. Because every week we like to share a little bit about us before we dive into the topic for the episode. 
Last time we asked, which cartoon character would you rather watch, Bugs Bunny or Mickey Mouse? This week we're asking, which June-born musician's music do you prefer, Paul McCartney or Prince? So I know I will be totally demolished on Black Twitter, but my answer is neither. Uh, <laughs> it's impossible. <laughs> I, it's impossible. I know I'm going to get slack for it, but ultimately I'm not really into either. And yes, I know, Prince, yes, I get it, guys. I understand why people love him. I understand Purple Rain. The only Prince song I love is When Doves Cry. Everything else I'm pretty much like, I'm okay with not listening to. Uh, so I know that that is like heathenist talk. But it is what it is. Uh, hit me with Bob Marley. Hit me with uh, Buju Bantan. Hit me with some really crazy reggae, uh, reggaeton, salsa, uh, soca, calypso, like the hip, certain hip hop stuff. Like I love music that just makes me party and makes me have a good time. I'm not too, so much into having to like really think and cry uh, beyond what I already do. So, so I, Paul McCartney, it is for you then. I, again, I've never really, li- my, my parents never really listened to him. So I never really listened to him. So it's like, wow. Yeah. Even with all the streaming platforms, you haven't checked out. Yeah. No, I'm not been like, you know what? I'm waking up. It's like, it's Wednesday. I need, it's a Paul McCartney day. No, not really. How about you? <laughs> well, of the two P's, I have to go with Prince. But mm. it's not just because of his music. I do like his music, but I like what he stood for and his disruptive actions towards the record or music industry. What That's did what he I stand like. for exactly? He kind of just stood for like artists just doing it for the art and not okay. not like just conforming to record labels, uh, wills and stuff. Okay. Most of these record labels, what they do is they control the artist. They say how you're going to be most profitable, Mm -hmm. what you can and can't do. And Prince kind of just threw that all all out the window and said he's doing what he wants. Okay. And he wanted to to control all of his music, too, which was kind of big for that time. So I think just in terms of like for all artists, Prince, even though Paul McCartney is like he has legend status, too. I think Prince is a bit bigger because he went beyond just like music stuff. He was Mm -hmm. making moves behind the scene. That other artists wouldn't even have thought to do. So gotcha. Prince, I had to give the nod to him. But, okay. I, but I do like Paul McCartney, too. And I've okay. only listened. I've heard some of his songs a while ago, but I only listened recently to like his uh, like albums of his. But he's pretty easy. He's good, though. Gotcha. I give him well, credit where credit's due. I stand behind always kind of going against the, the machine and uh, and deciding to be your truest self, obviously, Woken Free. Uh, but I, I, yeah, sadly, never could get behind his music. I was just like, I understood that people were so passionate about it, but uh, nah, wasn't my jam, really. All right. That's mm-hmm. unfortunate. It is unfortunate, yeah. Well, at least you've been able to check out the new Bravo show. <laughs> <laughs> That's been good. Nice yeah. transition, sir. <laughs> <laughs> it's very <Touché>. exciting. <laughs> yeah, there's that something you enjoy, right? And I guess you should let everybody know what is this Mexican dynasty show all about. <laughs> well, like if you've been hiding under a rock and you do not tune into Bravo, shame on you. <laughs> then let's, I'll give you kind of a, a description based on what is on the Bravo website. So connected to each other through a string of personal and professional relationships going back decades, the Aliendas, the Besuros, the Madrazos have Mexico City and all of its offerings in the palm of their hands. With both humor and heart, they challenge stereotypes, raise a few eyebrows, and proudly showcase their over-the-top lifestyles. So that's directly from the Bravo website, and I apologize if any if any name butchering happened. 
lo siento. <laughs> but personally, I would say it was an entertaining, eye-opening display of wealth, privilege, and pointless drama with no real intellectual impact on its viewers. So a reality show then. Si, senor. <laughs> but it was a reality a show celebrating a certain type of Mexican culture. Uh, and it's very rich, very elite, and also not very diverse, meaning most of the, the characters, not characters, but they're like real people. <laughs> <laughs> the people. But because of how they behaved, it was as if they were yeah, characters. They, they were like, A, they looked very different uh, because I haven't had as much exposure to Mexican culture. So what I was has I have been exposed to in my life, they look definitely very different from and also some of the things that they enjoyed and, and just how they behaved was like, it was just, it was an eye-opening reality ex- expression of, me- of privileged Mexican culture. And it was entertaining to a degree, but it definitely, I think, I think it, yeah, it was, it was interesting. What, what did you think of the show? I think that the show was about showcasing different types of Mexicans because we haven't uh-huh. seen the we haven't seen them in like this elite status, yes. especially in this xenophobic climate that we're going through nice in the choice. U.S. <laughs> nice. Yes. So it's interesting looking at them because it looks like they're of European descent and not Aztec descent. So that's what throws me off when I they see the show. <laughs> very different. Like I was very yeah. confused because I I know what. You know, I thought I knew what certain cultures like not obviously not everyone fits the mold. Right. But but there's certain types of features that are portrayed within communities. And yeah, these people look totally different. The towns towns I've visited different places in Mexico and of all the towns, I've never, ever seen anyone that looked like them. Mm -hmm. But then again, I've never been to Mexico City. So maybe there's more like European descendant looking people there. So maybe that's what it is. But that was very different seeing that. I wouldn't have known they were Mexican, actually. Absolutely not. Yeah, I I was like, low-key, do I know what anyone looks like? Because it was very different. Now, when it comes to not only watching the show, but would you recommend this Bravo show to others? Bravo. You see, <laughs> That's like a cheer that says, see. See. <laughs> well, what I would say is yes, though. As long as you don't hate reality shows, because it's it still falls into that category of the, mm-hmm. of the fake drama where you look at it and you're like, all right, nothing's really okay. happening here that's no. so serious. Like this is all created drama, and people Correct. just saying, let's just start stuff that there is no issue. But besides that, I just think it's interesting watching like you know this reality show that centers around people in Mexico City. So Absolutely. that's just inter- like looking at some of the cultures and mm-hmm. you, you learn about some. of the the traditions and certain parts of you the wouldn't city. have known how yeah. they even eat like they have their own kind of thanksgiving it's interesting oh yeah absolutely like i was excited to Stuff. see it because you know growing up constantly being inundated with white american culture i craved seeing people that look like me and seeing different backgrounds and people from different places in the world because you feel more connected with others if you can touch and have some type of uh, understanding of how other people live. You can't just see one thing and think that that's the world. It's not. The world is beyond America. <laughs> the world yeah. is beyond one There's type of community things, in yeah. America. There's different people and different things to enjoy. So I definitely would recommend this mindless entertainment, as you said, for those who enjoy reality TV. If yeah, not, you need that at least. If you're against get to the it, channel. <laughs> Keep <yeah>. going. <laughs> it doesn't break the mold so much. For, exactly. Say. The so. only thing is there definitely, there's things that could have, I would have liked to have seen in the True. show, right? Okay. 
You are now listening to Woken Free. Woken Free. Woken Free. Woken Free. Woken Free! A podcast that gets real and personal. And is that your only critique? Is there anything else? Yeah, absolutely. So the lack of diversity on the show I thought was troubling being that if you're going to display, I understand that the show focused on these specific elite families in Mexico City, but, you know, like, Que pasó? Like there weren't, they, they only hung around with certain types of people. Like I, I was kind of confusing to see, and maybe it is. I mean, you know, I'm not like a millionaire right now in my life. So maybe certain people, That's certain scene classes in <laughs> only associate with certain people, but it was surprising to not see more diverse looking people to not like, I don't even think we saw a black person or an Asian person or oh no, no. like we didn't see anyone else. And it's like black people exist all over the world. <laughs> so it yeah. would have been nice to see that. Right. And not just as, even if they were there, but not just as uh you know, servants, right? Like the people, oh, like, that, the background. like just seeing different. And then also it would have been nice if they, if the people, I keep wanting to say characters, but if the people <laughs> uh, actually had like real conflict that was being faced i felt like the conflicts were very trite and it was very contrite rather and it was very pointless it was not like like i think one of them their son wanted to perform and then he didn't want to perform it was just like like really then he had to move he had to like move out for a little bit and then (laughs) move back in and it was very like and then they accused one of them of being a bruja witch and all this stuff oh yeah that was i don't know it was like no one i mean i think the most serious thing they talked about was that horror horrific uh, earthquake that that shook Mexico. Uh, what was it? Two years ago, something like that. Like where like three hundred and something people died, and it was it was horrific. I remember that, and I think that was the most serious thing that was talked about in the show. Like, and I just think that wow, like none of them, just because you're elite or rich means you don't have real issues. Like, right? That's not true. So. It would have been nice if they, yeah, I felt they like they were, it was very much that. surface level. And it was just like, look at me, look at me, I'm fabulous. It was beautiful to hear the Spanish. You know, I've been obsessed with Hispanic culture my like since I was a child. And and so it, I was so excited to see something more real and to learn a little bit more about Mexico. And I, I was felt, I was left feeling unsatisfied, to be honest. How about you? I think there was like one big thing that the show needed to do better at least to me was kind of explain the situation that everybody was in i felt that they kind of like glossed over it so everybody Mm -hmm. gave like maybe two or three sentences about what their family did or why they were there and then we kind of just had to watch them go on and see what was happening but it was some things weren't clear like for Mm -hmm. one part doris explained I wish she actually did explain her arrangement with her husband better because I didn't really understand why they were separated. Oh, and, yeah. And it was that, like, even if... She came to live with her mom because yeah. the, her mom just lost the husband, her dad. And yeah. so, but her but she her life was in L.A. So yeah. that's why her so, husband was there. But the husband, there was no way that he could just... He, like, I don't, what, well, I don't know what a situation... Show, right? Like, yeah, it's see, the kind of thing like cause, that. Because it's even... All right, so she came to move. I mean, depending on his job, he could move too, but I don't even know what his job was. See, yeah, it's like that. See yeah, how, see how certain things are open? Because yeah. then it'd be like, oh, he has this job, so now I understand. You have to yeah. be here, and you have to be a part because your job requires you to be in L.A., but that wasn't, like, clear. It was I think just kind of like... the show needed better, eh. better writing, to be honest, better scripting, because... <laughs> Maybe the producers it, it needed to ask clear. some better questions. Correct. Because they always do that. They sit down, they yeah. ask people questions, but they're not asking like some of the mm-hmm. questions about the background and why are Correct. you doing this like, yeah, yeah. That those, be nice are, to know. those are t- some of the type of woken free questions I like to ask in life and then also you know given that we're in such a craved kind of 
entrepreneurial spirited world, it would have been nice to understand the intricacies of what made their families special yes, and, and yeah, I was historic. In that. Like this, some of their families did really remarkable things that, that that's why they were known in the city for being who they were, each of those celebrity families. And it would have been nice to understand how did the, the, the dad start this company? Yeah. How did we, you know, what was their involvement from the kid perspective? And like, it would, it, yeah, there was a lot of things left on the table and it was just like, Okay. <laughs> like, and maybe even just know how many siblings they have. What true. were the other siblings doing? We didn't know all that. No, it was very not. just whoever's on the show. That's who you know Surface about. Level. Anybody yeah. else? Nope. You had to be on the camera yeah. to be discussed. It wasn't just like, oh, you know, I have seven other siblings. They're Absolutely. doing this, this, and that. Yeah. Nope. We didn't get any of that. So that would have been yeah, nice. It was, a, it was very catered presentation that was shown yeah. in the show and it was not a full picture it was like maybe 25 percent of yeah. their real lives and their real drama here we go yo here we go yo so what's so what's so what's the scenario it's scenario time guys scenario one luciana and Huao are very protective of their daughter they don't want her to make wrong decisions so often intrude on her career and entertainment do you think it is right for her parents to protect her from making mistakes Phenomenal question, because you know how I'm going to answer this. <laughs> uh, I am a strong advocate for freedom of spirit, freedom of will, freedom of decision making. And whether it is a parent, whether it is a love partner, whether it is a, whether it's a friend, you have to tell people to duck off when they stand in the way of the decisions you want to make. Why? Because unfortunately, human human beings learn through experience. We have to live it to be able to understand whether it was right or wrong for us. And if someone keeps interfering and making decisions for you or blocking the decisions you make, you're never going to experience the life that you really want for yourself. So she should tell her, her parents, respectfully so, to get a life in English and in Spanish and to leave me alone or I will continue, I will not continue to communicate with you. (laughs) (laughs) You think that's best? That's where I stand there. All right. That's some good advice there. Mm -hmm. I would think I have to agree with you. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's people's right to make mistakes because... I don't, it's unfortunate, but that's kind of like the best way we learn. Mm-hmm. Instead of just learning from hearing what mistakes other people made, it's better to kind of like do some of them yourself. You don't mm-hmm. have to do all of them, but there's sure. certain like things that you can't get over. You just have to make sure. Cause you know, what's funny too is cause sometimes people make mistakes and it was just like, it's kind of like the situation brought that mistake on. So you might say, I can do it differently and it won't happen to me. Mm-hmm. So then you experience it yourself and you're like, Oh, I guess either way, you know, yeah. <laughs> this is going to happen. So that's, that's why I think it's it's good to make your mistakes sometimes because sometimes you even find out more information from making it. So oh, absolutely. That the other person didn't know ahead of time, right? And some of it, to be honest, <laughs> I, even the language of mistake, I really it struggle with that because yeah. is it really a mistake? It's it's kind of a decision that that led to an outcome that maybe wasn't as desirable as others, but it's not a mistake because if I'm a strong advocate, at least that everything happens for a reason. Right. And so we do what we do and then we live with the the consequences. That's why when people ask me, should I do stuff? My answer is always going to be whatever you want to do, whatever you like to do, because I I'm tired of, especially since we have people in our lives who will have the nerve to ask for our opinion. We give them it, they follow it and then blame us for the outcome. Get your life together. <laughs> do what you want to do and live with the consequence, whether it's a good or a bad one. Live yeah. with it. That's true. Scenario two. Xaviera did not learn Spanish growing up, 
but has a rekindled interest in learning it as an adult. She lives in southern Texas, so as a hop, skip, and jump away from the Mexico border. Would it be a good idea to cross the border to help her learn the language? Another interesting question. During COVID, I'm assuming, right? Of course. Wonderful. So... (laughs) (laughs) Muy bueno. So, so I I definitely can't say her name, but... uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you can. Uh, No. uh, Yo no sé. No. No. Uh, It's too easy. Yeah. So, she should definitely... Follow her heart's content, learn her culture, learn her background. Being multilingual is a wonderful trait. It is something that you can monetize. It is something that allows you to have greater reach and greater opportunities to make money. So muy bueno, excelente. And whether she should do it on her own, again, is a decision she's going to have to do to make sure she feels comfortable with those decisions. I've never been to Mexico. I want to go. Uh, Do I want to go during covid Probably not, but she has to make that decision based on her health conditions, what she feels comfortable doing, and based on the financial risks associated with that decision. But I say go with her heart. If if her heart says, I'm going to Mexico, peace out, chicks, then do you, boo. Yeah, I think it's a great idea for her to cross the border because the cost of living is going to be a lot cheaper. So I would say if she can, try to work in the U.S. side and then go and live on the Spanish side because, I mean, on the Mexican side, because then you get a cheap cost of living, Mm -hmm. but at least you get in the the U.S. paychecks. So that's kind of nice. That's nice. And then you get to learn Spanish at the same time, like what she was looking forward to. So the, the big... Oh, and the biggest... Oh, actually, but the thing she got to think about is the laws at the time because... You know, she has to make sure that is she's actually allowed to cross the border because I heard that they're taking leisure crossing away for tourists. Oh, wow. So, okay. <laughs> that, that's so she a, has to look into legalities. Yeah, yeah. And once she gets past that, then she can decide if she wants to go there. But if she really wants to go there, she could actually get a job there, too. And then she has a reason to cross over. So Of course. She's got a couple of things to think about. But then again, getting a job in Mexico... You know, it depends on the company, if they have a U.S. side of the company. Uh-huh. You know, there's logistics to it, but it is possible. Just do your research. Absolutely. And see, so I, I don't think she should worry about the COVID. I think she should okay. worry about getting that culture. I think that's more important. I love it. Don't worry about the COVID. Just yeah. go, go straight to Raccoon City, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Just forget <laughs> to, forget there. everything. Just, you got to go and learn that language. You, you know, I it's admire nice people thing. that go and are leaving to go live internationally. And they're yeah. like, screw it. Like, I'm going to be happy. Like. Do you, man? I know we were so riveted to leave uh, the the East Coast, and it's been one of the best decisions we've ever made in our lives. Yes. So, yeah, if she feels like there's something calling to her and she can be happier in Mexico, go have at it. Definitely. Scenario three. Biana was born in the U.S., but most of her family lives in Mexico City. She has never been outside the U.S. and fears locations with high poverty. They are having a large reunion next year and invited her. Should Bianca attend to meet new family, even though she is scared out of her mind? You're hilarious, actually, because you know how I feel about family reunions. <laughs> You're just trying to aren't you? What? This You're really a, trying me this way. Wait, this, huh? this one feels you? His home, there's a, there's well, a home for your heart in I it? I definitely can say the name for this one, but I'm not going to. I'll just keep it consistent. Okay. Oh, that's <laughs> so messed she up. She or he, so in this case, she. Um, All right. So you well, know. identifying as she, right? Yes. Okay. So. That's her preferred pronoun. Wonderful. That's what we know. So just to keep everyone on the same page, I'm not a fan of family reunions generally because, A, I find it highly annoying to have to. <laughs> <laughs> 
Now you're showing your true colors. To have to engage with people on an annual, biannual, or triannual basis with human beings that I don't have relationships with, I don't spend time with, to then just be hugged up and, and pinched and, and spoken to in crazy patois and asked if I want curry goat or oxtail. I just, I think it's crazy. I just, I don't understand. Like, my whole thing is spend time with people that have meaning and in your life and that you can feed them and they can feed you. I, I just, to me, that's like, if I wanted to go hang out with a bunch of strangers, I could just go outside. Like, I don't understand why, like, oh my gosh, I gotta go to a family reunion. It's literally literally a congregation of strangers like unless you have relationships with these people it's a congregation of strangers i can just go to downtown phoenix i i don't see what the difference is but y'all can see my perspective on that in her scenario if she's deeply scared it makes me want to say she needs to conquer this fear because we we give power to anything that we're fearful of and it's really important to really confront that and self-included right i've been terrified of mosquitoes and bugs my entire life have to conquer this, right? We have to, we have to display these, these internal emotional demons within us. So if she's interested in conquering fear, she should go to it. If she's not highly annoyed by congregating with a bunch of strangers called family, then she should also go to it for that reason. Oh, okay. Yes. So you actually say she should yeah. go as long as... As long as she's not annoyed by the congregation itself and that she's interested in overcoming her fear. All right, that's interesting. And your, your now, what, what I would point out here is that the key is that I, I'm not sure, but from what I saw on the show, which is in a lot of research, but it makes me think that Mexico City does not have high poverty. But I don't know; I could be wrong because mm-hmm. maybe it was a, maybe it's well, only the certain parts. Well, the show like very yeah, maybe they're in a certain view. part. Yeah, maybe I think it was every only major part. city has poverty and crime. Yeah. Like I don't think that is you know and people will try to put out narrative you can find you know, poverty in new york city so could find it you're yeah. lucky if you can't find it <laughs> <laughs> so poverty comes thing. for you always yeah that's the thing so i i think she should go because she's so terrified that she needs yeah. to get over this fear and then i think she should go and see what her family's about they're strangers but they might just tell her you know we have this nice opportunity and we want to bring you in on it and you never know Oh, so pyramid scheme. Yeah, they could have that for her. It'd be we nice. Went, oh, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> no, she can know she can have her own team and then she can have ah. more people under her and they can have their own business. I see where you're going with this. No, but I'm just saying <laughs> that could be the opportunity, but it oh, might be another yeah. opportunity. Oh, what I if- forgot. Yes. Yeah, spending time with family can also lead to people asking for money. <laughs> How wonderful. Maybe they give her money though. You don't Excellent. know. Excellent. But in they- exchange for what? For her, her family recipe that oh, she t- she's again, taken to see, the U.S. There's always there's a sale to be made. Yeah, she gives back the recipe the family's been searching for all these years, and they give her cash. I mean, you don't know. The, the random things You're could happen. You're feeling very funny today, aren't you? Well, why is that funny and not thinking about a situation that's probably happened before? You don't think there's ever been a situation where a family's paid for a secret recipe that a family member was What's holding hostage? What's my answer to everything, Cologne? <laughs> <laughs> Don't, don't try that Everything right now. and anything is possible. <laughs> don't try So, so you know, she should go to Mexico City. To I said she should go as long recipe. as she's not offended by the congregation itself. But she and can't know that. She doesn't know them. she's interested. Cool. So she needs All to... I know is my family, and that's where I stand on that. <laughs> <laughs> All I know, if you were Bianca, I don't think you'd be traveling. I would not be traveling because I'm comfortably <laughs> happy in Arizona. Uh, all right. <laughs> That's that's good to know. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, we are at that time again. It is the coming to the end of our 150th episode of Woke and Free. 
that's actually not too bad. So Excellent. Job, we can actually now try to sing together now. Excellent. Yes, that's our Aztec coming out. Oh boy, 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 boy! <laughs> the <inner> Aztec. <laughs> was quite the episode doing our Mexican Dynasties Woken Free review. It was phenomenal. Will we leave you hanging for what our next episode will be about? Drum roll, please. On our next episode, we will be doing another Woken Free story time when we first met. Make sure you follow us on social media to follow along in the conversation and make sure you tune in next week for Woken Free Wednesday to join the conversation at WokenFree.com. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, which we are still lining up some guests for the end of the year, so make sure you get on the roster. Submit a topic, share what you would like to present and discuss on our contact us page at WokenFree.com. So that is W-O-K-E-N-F-R-E-E.com. When it comes to social media, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, YouTube, and TikTok at WokenFree. And then of course, for collaborations, you heard it. I'll say it again. Hit us up on our contact us page at WokenFree.com. If you didn't already subscribe, please do share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woken Free Wednesdays. Remember, Woken Free is more than a podcast. It is a way of life. Until next time. Excellent.